This is Garlic Johnson, the hostess with the mostess, and you're listening to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix. Good evening, everybody. I am one of your lovely hostesses, the Panic Man Walters, and joining me tonight is the other lovely hostess, the Joshua Mitchell. Uh, you are listening to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix. Um, Josh, say hi to the folks out there. Hi, Al. Yes, indeed. Hi, Al. And before we move on to anything else, I have a special announcement. This one thing that I have to get out of the way. Okay, Brian, it's okay. Don't worry. Garlic is not here. He won't be here. And he will be back next week. So don't worry. Okay. Uh, moving on to our regular announcements. Uh, I'll just start again from the top. This is the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix. I am Walters uh, hosting for Garlic today. Uh, you can find... Easy, all- bud. Well, co-hosting. Co-hosting for today. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I'm taking to the role of Garlic a little too much. Um, if I didn't grow up underneath power lines and knew how to use the recording s- systems, then I wouldn't need a co-host. But power lines, public education, you know. Power lines are overrated, but yeah, I, I totally understand. All of these segment start times are in the description below whenever Garlic uploads this to uh, your favorite platform. Um, we would like to thank Levi Oki for all the beautiful artwork. Uh, you can find all of his work at uh, at Levi Oki Illustration on Instagram. So if you're looking for a Christmas present or any sort of present uh, that is, uh, you know, conducive to uh graphic art make sure you hit him up he does a fantastic job uh, i've used him many times and so have other people um i think i hit all of them so the last thing i need to say is josh how ya doing how doing how are you I almost um, called you Gar just because of the habit. How are you doing, Walters? <laughs> I'm doing fine. Thank you. I'm glad to uh, be here again for the second Saturday in a row, uh, hosting one of my favorite podcasts uh, to listen to. So always a great time. Thanks for having me back. I really appreciate it. Yeah, not a problem. Um, did you have did you any... anything fun today? Oh well, I went to Beat you to it. Ah, uh, dang it! I went to uh, I went to Riverdale today to do a little bit of Christmas shopping with the uh, with the wifey, and then we sat down and had some coffee at Panera. Um, I hung out with Audio Al last night. We uh, we were going through some uh, beat making stuff and showing him uh, my new piano that I got for Christmas from myself. Thank you. Uh, how about you? Did you do anything fun this weekend so far? Well, I worked today, uh, which was, as everybody knows, uh, just the absolute best thing you could possibly do on a Saturday that you typically don't work. Um, but I had volunteered for an event a couple months ago to get kudos with my uh, management, um, not realizing that, you know, if I volunteered to attend an event, that I actually probably should attend the event. So that was fun. But then we went over, or I went over to Nikita's family's house, and um, we or they were making some Christmas cookies, so I enjoyed that opportunity with them for a bit. And then, uh, yeah came home and sat here at the computer staring at notes for the past three hours waiting for you to say you're ready <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun are you doing anything tomorrow football related since the packers are not playing tomorrow probably just scouting for the ram uh, i guess thursday night was the rams game but so i scouted there I probably just watched some film so i could send it over to the other owners to uh <laughs> since i'm a honorary owner they they don't make me pay any fees 
um, just to see, you know, um, what we're going up against, um, what what we have coming, and, and, you know, getting ready for playoffs, you know? NFL playoffs or fantasy playoffs? And, oh, NFL playoffs. Packers, Packers are going to make it. Don't worry. And if they don't, then, well, NFL asterisk season, so... Our, part, pardon me, I, I should know this being a fantasy football host, but have the Packers are not officially dead yet. Is that correct? That is correct. They're, they they could be dead on Monday, I believe. Um, if a few teams win and and, uh, and and a few teams lose and a few things happen, but um, as, as of this moment when this podcast is being recorded, they are not dead. Very interesting. So technically, technically. Uh, got it. All right. So that, uh, that I think that's going to be enough chit chat for right now. So why don't we go ahead and get into our start and sit here? Uh, Josh, why don't you, uh, kind of go over what happened last week? Well, I really can't go over a whole lot because as you've already, uh, alluded to, you had filled in for me while I was gone and it is obvious with the results. Um, you and garlic put your half brains together to come up with a total of one out of four correct answers. And then yes, it was one out of four because I am not going to allow you to count a win when you picked Kittle over Njoku when Njoku was not playing. <laughs> so good. Nice try, bud. Okay. Um, but, uh, and it was, you know, Zamir Knight and Kyron Williams. That's just, you know, good job. Um, <laughs> picking a guy who's a starter and a guy who's, you know, third string on the roster gets three carries. Um, so that was what, that was the only one that you guys got right. Um, but so you guys got negative 13.45 overall, um, as a podcast with everybody, all the celebrity shots, it's 3864 positive 134.43. Um, so we're still in the green here. Um, but that, that week last week was just, I just about, ugh, I it, threw up in my mouth when I read it. Uh, yeah. Looking at the FanDuel, uh, hood, the 22 hood long play along challenge, uh, seeing my name down at the bottom there, uh, even it was not good. So all this talking up about how good I am at fantasy football and people should be listening to me. Uh, it couldn't have slapped me harder in the face. So it was a, a reality check. And even if you have a string of, you know, six or seven good weeks, uh, it doesn't mean you're a fantasy God and that all fantasy advice should be taken with a grain of salt. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, so we're going to get her started off. Uh, the first um, category that we have here is Dolphin Boys. Our first one is Tua at the uh, Los Angeles Chargers and then Dak Prescott versus Houston. Uh, who do you like uh, between these two? I'm leaning Tua. Uh, juicier matchup, I feel. Um, they're going to be throwing the ball a little bit more. That that tends to be that where that offense goes first, um, just because their running backs have been a revolving door of trash cans. Um, and so I just I feel like that that game could be more potential for a shootout. Whereas Houston is is the epitome of dumpsters, and um, you know Dak, um, you know that offense is kind of more it's more balanced. Uh, Dak has been doing well since he's been back, but if they get any sort of uh, lead, they'll probably lean on that run game. Um, plus, Houston's secondary isn't necessarily the worst. Um, and if you look at the scores, doesn't necessarily tell the whole truth story on how they're doing, just because uh, last week they gave up three defensive touch slash special team touchdowns. So uh, points against is not necessarily the best determiner of that secondary. 
I would have to agree with you on that one. I'm, I'm really liking Tua just because from uh, like a defensive standpoint, the charges aren't really that good. Um, so I'm, I'm in with Houston. Uh, like I said last week, most people, once they get up two scores, they just pound the rocks. So uh, I think Tua's ceiling is a lot higher. So I'm, I'm happy to go with that one. Uh, our next category that we have is deep league trash. That would be Kareem Hunt running back uh, at Cincinnati or DJ Dallas versus Carolina. Uh, yuck. And Josh, who do you got? Uh, I have been a uh, Hunt fan for a while. I think that he is a solid running back. They just haven't been giving him the rock that much this year. Um, and then DJ, who knows if he even, I don't know if he's on, I don't know if he's questionable or if, cause I know, um, Walker is, but, uh, so it sounds like he's a game time decision, but I don't remember if it's DJ or the you know third or fourth running back in, uh, Seattle. That's uh, also questionable, but Homer? Uh, both of these, yeah, Tar- Tarveris, Travis, Home, whatever. Yeah. Uh, deep league trash is the reason, you know, um, I'm going to go hunt just cause I feel like he is a little bit more viable, um, or a little bit more reliable and a little bit more game planned into that offense. So um, I'm leaning Hunt, but sway me if you can. I mean, so do we have to specifically stick with DJ? Because I thought DJ was having injury issues this week and might not actually play. That's what I was hearing this week. Um, I'm I'm trying to look here on uh, on our ESPN website here, but um, I haven't been able to pull them up yet. If we were to like say uh, any right. of the oh. s- Seattle running backs. I would say Seattle over Kareem Hunt, but um, yeah. uh, uh, probably Hunt just because I don't know about DJ Dallas's uh, injury standpoint at, at, at this particular moment at the time of recording. Um, I'm still trying to pull him up. <laughs> Not as fast at this. Let's see here. Yeah, it looks like Travis Homer is in line to start. Yeah, I think he is. Like, if we were to do Kareem Hunt versus Travis Homer, I would much more prefer Travis Homer over Kareem Hunt. But if DJ Dallas is going to be serving as the backup, or even if he's playing, I... I... It's a game-time decision. So let's uh, let's back off on this one. Um, Instead of Kareem Hunt at... Or instead of DJ Dallas, let's go with Chuba Hubert in Carolina. Is Deontay Johnson or no Deontay Foreman playing? I believe so. Uh, I still like Kareem Hunt over Deontay. Nope, over who did you? Um, Chuba Hubbard. Yep. Gross. Uh, That's yeah. why it's called trash, Walters. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I'm just pulling up his stats here. Like the last in a standard league, he has been fantasy irrelevant since week seven, where he had 13.3 fantasy points. And every other week, he has literally been terrible. Um, with Kareem Hunt, it seems like it's been pretty close to the same. Um, oh, yeah. That's because you're looking at the wrong scoring system. Standard yeah. leagues are uh, subpar. Subpar and dead. Let's see here. He has been getting attempts lately i i like kareem hunt more for sure just because of the number of attempts that i think he can have plus we still don't know if um big stupid doo-doo head is gonna be good at football or not so they might be pounding the rock a lot more uh so i like kareem hunt uh in this in this setting here all right good 
Steelers catchers is the next category. We've got uh, George Pickens versus Baltimore or Deontay Johnson versus Baltimore. Hence uh, the title. Yeah, I'm much more... I, 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 I like Pickens right now much more than I like Deontay Johnson. Just, be, again, because of... There was, I thought that there was an injury concern that popped up. No, maybe he's been cleared. Um, let's see here. I'm taking a look. He's been cleared. No, he has been cleared. All right. So the last few weeks, he's had 11 and 8 targets. Uh, catches. What did he have? Five receptions he, the last two weeks. Let's take a look at Pickens real quick. Pickens has had six targets, six targets, two targets in the last three games. Um, and he's had uh, 18.3, 10.7, and 1.2 in the past three games. I'm going to go with Deontay Johnson still. I, I mean, for me, I, I just think that if you're demanding most of the target share, uh, that means the quarterback's going to be looking your way some more than, um, than, than the other, than Pickens. So for me, you know, if, if, if the quarterback's going to be looking my way first, I'm, I'm going to be wanting to take in that player. Um, I know that being the better player, you're going to garner more attention from the defense, and I don't think the Baltimore defense is anything to scoff at. But I still do like uh, the floor of Deontay more than I like the ceiling of Pickens. You can sway me, though. What are your thoughts? Yeah, no, that's that's fine. I mean, I agree. Target target share is definitely in Deontay's favor. Uh, Pickens probably has more big play um, possibilities just because he's always open. He's had some spectacular catches. Um, but yeah, I'll go Deontay just for the volume of it all. Okay, I like that. Up next, we have Purple Butts. Uh, that is TJ Hawkinson at Detroit or Mark Anders at Pittsburgh. Is Andrews, is he, like, completely healthy? Is I mean, he, he has diabetes, so no. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, jeez. He had seven targets last week, so I'm guessing he's healthy. Yeah. I'm going to go with him. Just because, I, I want to say uh, Andrews, because he... He is going to. I think he can get a lot more target share than what um, T.J. Hawkinson can, just because uh, the Baltimore Ravens don't really have any wide receivers right now that are commanding targets. Um, you have uh, who is who is supposed to be right behind? Oh, I'm like, why am Duvernay? I Duvernay? Yeah, Duvernay. You have Duvernay, and then there was one other one too. Um, I'm taking a look here. Demarcus well, Robinson. So you have yeah. those two that are playing right now, but you know, other than that, I don't, I don't see anybody else who's really going to be demanding targets. So I like Mark Andrews in, in, in that sense that, um, he is going to be getting, getting more, uh, Hawkinson on the other hand, you know, he does, he, this is his revenge game. I don't really know how, uh, he, what, what is, uh, what is the defensive rank for um, the Detroit? They are 30th. Well, yep, and so Detroit's defensive rank is 30th compared to Pittsburgh, and I'm guessing they're top 10 still, um, especially with TJ back. Um, Detroit has been uh, giving up points left and right. It's a revenge game. Um, Minnesota's defense is also porous. Um, they, have, uh, they have literally given up the most yards. I don't know. I, I read a stat somewhere. It's like the... One in twelve Jets and the uh, ten and two Vikings have 
um, like the exact same number of yards given up. So they give up a lot of yards. Uh, difference points per game is a little bit lower for Minnesota, which is why they're getting their wins. Um, so they do give up yards. Uh, so they're it's potentially give up points, which means Hawkinson um, is going to have more opportunity. Uh, they're going to try and take away Justin Jefferson and, and like you said, revenge game. Um, I'm leaning Hawkinson, and that's as somebody who has shares in Anders in a lot of leagues as well. Yeah, I mean, I I, I can agree with all of that. Um, yeah, I mean, that was enough to sway me. I I would be okay with with well, going yeah. with Hawkinson. Perfect. Typed it in. Can't change it. It's in permanent typing ink. Sick. All right, so big flex. So we're talking Stefan Diggs versus New York Jets, and I'm assuming you're saying Derrick Henry versus Jacksonville. Is that correct? Yes. Um, I do not think I would consider Hunter Henry on the same level as Diggs. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, man. How is the Jacksonville run defense? Is that any good? Mediocre. Mediocre. Because right away, like when I think about it, I am, I immediately want to say, give me, give me Derrick Henry and then some. Uh, the last few weeks, Derrick Henry has been posting shitty yard totals. The last two weeks has been 30 and 38. Last week, he finished with 3.8 fantasy points in non-PPR. But the week before, he did have double-digit points. Uh, he is the running back on the year let's just take a look at Stefan he is if you ask me probably the number one wide receiver in football this year statistically or is that uh, your guy Devante it's gotta be your guy Devante I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with um, Hunter I'm gonna go with Henry on this one just because I know that um, the the Jets defense especially in their secondary is really good they're third in the league uh, as of right now and um, you know there's he's gonna garner a lot of attention so with 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 Henry he is literally the only option right now in my opinion in in tennessee so um if i was to flex between Diggs and henry i'd probably go henry what are your thoughts well obviously this is meant to be kind of a, a tough decision on the opposite end of the spectrum as the running back decision we made earlier um both of them solid plays if you had both of them you're not going to sit both or you're not going to sit one um so but if you're looking for that kind of um big play in uh dollar leagues and whatever fan duel leagues um these guys are probably could probably potentially be a little bit more spendy and you'd only want one um Diggs has the tougher matchup by far um henry being the only option in an offense that has been a little bit slow to catch on with the pass um kind of makes me hesitant just because they'll stack the box against Henry and Henry's had a couple down weeks. So maybe they have some tape that figures some stuff out that we haven't. Uh, that being said, Henry's probably due for a couple of tutters. Um, and, but Diggs has, you know, the past few weeks in, um, in PPR, um, he has scored 25, 15, 22 and 22. Um, he's on a three game touchdown streak and he's gotten, um, you know, in that 15-point game that was sprinkled in there, he only had five targets, but he's had, you know, 16, 5, 15, and 9. Um, so he's still getting his targets. He'll still get his targets against the Jets. It's a division game, so who knows what happens. Um, well, both of them are division games, I guess. Yeah. Um, so I guess I'm fine with going Henry, just because I'd feel like a doo-doo head if I picked against 
uh, Henry, and then I had Diggs as my FanDuel bust of the week spoiler. Um, and so, yeah, I'm going to go with Henry as well. I'm just taking a quick look here because Stefan Diggs, last time they played the New York Jets, he had 9.7 fantasy points in standard scoring. And last time that Derrick Henry played Jacksonville, if they've already played them, they may not have. Uh, no, they have not yet. So it's hard to say if... Uh, but yeah, no, I still think that Derrick Henry is probably probably the right play here. So if you're good with Henry, I'm good with Henry. Yep. All right. Moving on. Fan duel favorites. I noticed blanks. Walters, do you have any? Uh, yeah, you know, last week I suggested Justin Herbert, and he did really doo-doo, like really, really doo-doo. Um, but I'm almost willing to go back to that well again because he's, I believe, I don't know if last week, if it just didn't happen, uh, but this week he is supposed to have all of his weapons back, if I believe, like um, Mike Williams should be back this week, right? I don't care. And you don't care. Uh, well, I still think that. Otherwise, my pivot, and I guess I'll go with this guy. I'm going to go with Kirk Cousins, 7,500, going up against Detroit. Uh, he. Oh, you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, no, I'm trying to spell here. Uh, I went with Kirk Cousins, 7,500 uh, against Detroit. Detroit's got a terrible defense. Uh, this game is supposed to have a high over under. Uh, so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm assuming there are going to be a lot of fantasy points had here. So Kirk cousins at 7,500, I think he is definitely going to be able to get you, um, a top, uh, twop. He will be a top 12 quarterback this week for sure. Uh, who do you have at the uh, quarterback position this week? Or you just have one, like one. Yeah, I don't. Yep. Yep. I don't go through each position on this one. Um, this is, I just pick one cause it says, if you read the, if you read the parentheses, it says at least one. Okay. I'm doing the minimum here. Gotcha. Uh, I went with good old, uh, you can rally, uh, Brandon, Ayuk um, in San Fran, he's 67 hunch. Um, he had plenty of targets last week. I believe it was nine, seven, nine. Um, he's, he's there. Um, Debo gets his, but I would say that they're one, a one B when it comes to target share. Um, Kittle has been getting, you know, his sprinkling in there as well, but for 6,700, it's not, you know, breaking the bank. Um, so if he does get seven targets, five catches for, you know, 70 yards and a tud, I'd be happy. Um, you know, so that's, that's where I'm leaning for my favorite of the week. Um, and so, I don't know, I see a comma next to yours. Are you going to go through each position? Or are you going to torture us like that? Or are no, we I was essentially just going to do a quarterback, running back, and wide receiver, but we don't have to do that. So Okay, okay. No, we're not so going to do fan, that. Fan duel bust of the week. Uh, and this is not the bust for the Hall of Fame, so it's not going to be, you know, the super favorite. Um, <laughs> this is going to be the the, the, the dumpster, the, the underperformer. Um, I'll let you go first on this one, even though you went first on the last one. Yeah, sure. Um, I'm going to say that Patrick Mahomes going going up against Denver, 8,800 for the third best defense um, is not something that really excites me. I understand that Patrick Mahomes is elite and that he is always putting up fantasy points. I believe he is the quarterback one on the season. If not, he's number two. Uh, but for me, I'm looking to bring my that 
I'm looking to bring my money somewhere else. I'm willing to pony up somewhere else and, uh, you know, essentially uh, go with a cheaper option uh, like a Kirk Cousins uh, uh, instead of going with Patrick Mahomes. Who do you have? Who do you have for your bust of the week, Josh? Well, as I alluded to in that uh, big flex segment of uh, start sits, I have Stefan Diggs of the, as the bust, mainly because he's um, 8,500, so it's a pretty penny to spend um, on a wide receiver going up against a solid pass defense, most likely going to have Sauce Gardner covering him. Um, and, and Sauce has been doing pretty solid as a rookie. Um, you know, so is Diggs a good player? Yeah, is he going to get some solid points? Probably. Um, but is it going to be worth spending that 8500 is he going to end up on the top 3 players of the week probably not that's that's just my way of looking at things so i would be willing to cut my cost at wide receiver um for somebody cheaper with a higher upside than digs this week and use my um money elsewhere uh yeah i i totally agree with that there are a lot of wide receivers in my opinion that i think you can get at a pretty pretty good price for um that have more upside than Stefan Diggs does this week. So uh, a lot riskier to play, but uh, definitely um, there is a world out there where you do not have to have Stefan Diggs in your lineup to uh, make it into the top three this week. Okay. Uh, we can move on. Is there anything else that you want to say? Anything FanDuel related or we can move on? Uh, yeah, we can move on. Okay. Sounds good. All right, moving on. I'm just writing down this segment time here. Moving on to our weekly preview. Uh, what would you like to cover first? Do you have any waiver wire stuff that you want to talk about, storylines, or would you like to get right into uh, your Hidden Oaks Overdose um, Football League? Would uh, I'm sorry, you're just your Hidden Oaks Redraft League. Would you like to get into playoff scenarios first, or what do you have on the docket for uh, our weekly preview? You know, waiver wire, I, I haven't looked. I mean, that's a 14-team league that we're in, so uh, the waiver wire is pretty sparse. Um, um, there is, you know, some guys out there that might be worth um, adding, you know, for um, tight end positions because they're going to get you more than Foster Moreau got you on Thursday night in your starting lineup, such as zero. Uh, I'm not going to name any names, dumbass Josh. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, tight ends is just a landscape of doo-doo this season, so that's fun. Um so I don't really care about the waiver wire. As far as uh, storylines go, we kind of hinted at it on the last show about uh, kind of where the standings are. It looks like the top six of seven spots have been locked up, maybe not the seating, because uh, we have two tied at one. Um, and then the potential of our fourth place team could jump um, up into first because we do have the doubleheader weeks. So um, and then but then like five and six are pretty much locked in their spots. Um, or in those two, but then the seventh seed is potential between five teams. It looks like there are five teams in the running for that seventh seed here going into the last week. Um, it's Brian's to lose. Uh, garlic does have a shot on the outside chance that he, you know, um, everybody above him loses. He wins and he outscores, um, somebody by 90. So it, you know, it's never say never. He's not dead yet. Um, Cue the Gerby. I'm not um, eliminated. I'm not. I don't have that one available. I'm sorry. I know. It's fine. But, uh, 
but yeah, so it's 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 coming down to the wire for that last playoff spot. Um, and then it's coming down to the wire for the bye, it looks like, for three teams, four teams. Yeah, I see it's you uh, and then someone named Cup of Tea and running up that hill who is essentially in the running for that bye week right now. Uh, which, what is, just for uh, to pull the the uh the curtain back uh can you tell us what garlic's team name is uh in, in your uh, redraft league that's jefferson starship oh it is jefferson starship okay oh he's way down there yikes yeah he's he's one of those ones that you got to wear one of those carpal tunnel hand things just so you don't get it when you scroll down <laughs> to find his team um he to his defense he drafted um during the draft he literally complained about every pick like i hate this team um, and you know, at the time, most people agreed. Um, he did have a few picks that ended up being some solid options like Saquon and, um, Justin Jefferson was, I mean, obviously he's not been too shabby. Um, but then after that, it was Kyle Pitts, um, Brandon Cooks. Um, was that yeah. the draft that I was the, uh, sticker person for? I believe so. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, and then he, he got shafted by Nikita a few times because he uh, decided to wait on quarterback and she pounced at the opportunity to snipe a quarterback from him a couple times. So I thought that was And great. she's held that quarterback the entire time because <laughs> um, it was Kurt Cousins and, yep. and now, and Lamar's hurt. So now she has her fill in. Ooh. I bet, I bet uh, Garlic's not mad about that whatsoever. So. Yep. Right no, on. Not at all. Um, yeah, she was also mad at me because I told her to take Tony Pollard over Ramondre Stevenson. Um, and, and you know, first few weeks of the season, Pollard wasn't doing a whole lot. Ramondre was doing okay. Um, and I do want to point out, since you'll probably listen to this later, right now, Ramondre is ranked eight and Pollard is ranked nine. So, you know, we did fine. We did just fine doing doing it how we did because I know, I know Garlic really wanted Pollard as well and you sniped him from him. And then I still get Ramondre. So we win. Let's go. Um, real quick, um, if you, for some silly reason, if you had both Zeke and Pollard, would you feel comfortable starting them this week? Both of them? If Would you start uh, them both in the same lineup? I did adopt a dynasty league in which that is the case. I have both of them. Uh, but no, I will not be starting both of them. I have Pollard in my lineup and not Zeke. Okay. Do you think that the only reason Zeke has been relevant these last few weeks is because he's found the end zone and essentially when he stops finding the end zone, um, he will just become irrelevant again? Is that essentially it? Essentially, yeah. Anything, you know, that offense is pretty high powered and they um, they showed it last week when they put up 33 in the second or in the fourth quarter. Um, but yeah, Zeke has had... Um, you know, just over 50% snap share um, most games since week, well, I guess 50 the last two. Um, and then he had 29 against Minnesota and then 50 against Detroit. Um, and then 60s, mid-60s for the, you know, the first six weeks of the season. So um, Pollard is, has kind of eaten into his target or into his share. Um, but Zeke is still getting, you know, 15 carries a game, which he's been able to do solid work with. Um, averaging almost four and a half yards per carry um, or more the past two games. So um, he's not necessarily dead, but he's he's fighting it. He's like an infant trying to fight sleep. Okay. That's, that's, uh, that's all fair analysis. 
I have uh, one one last thing that I want to ask you, and I don't know if you have anything else that you want to talk about with this um, weekly preview segment. But for most of us, uh, week 15 next week will be the first round of our playoffs, Josh. And are there any? Is there any players that you are keeping an eye on, whether it's someone who may be already be on your roster or someone on? the waiver wire that you are going to be watching to see um, if if they are going to be worthy of perhaps making um, a, a starting lineup in the fantasy playoffs is there anything interesting or any players interesting like that that you that you've been secretly quietly keeping your eye on oh you know walters uh if I wanted to keep it a secret and use it to my advantage, I wouldn't be sharing on this podcast that's so widely listened to. Um, <laughs> but uh, I've also, that's, you know, thinking about that is it, it kind of, depending on how the season shakes up, if if there's some leagues that I'm confident I'm making the playoffs in, I've probably already done that sort of looking around, um, trying to find a juicy matchup with, a, you know, an RB2 or a wide receiver that's a little bit younger, um, just to add to my roster to see if he does take that jump. Um so if if you're starting that research now, you're already three weeks behind, bud. Yeah, no, I I mean I've <clears throat> not not talking to you in general. That was not a shot at you. That was okay. just uh, yeah. for all the listener out there. Um, yeah, um, if you're trying to take that advice now, you're already three weeks behind. Yeah, I was like, just yes. just looking for content, something to something to chew on, something to talk about. So that's all good. Uh, but you are correct. If you are in line to be making the playoffs, Josh said it beautifully, you should have been looking three weeks ago because, well, now is just too late because anybody who is anybody who is in a running for uh, a playoff spot has been on the hunt for uh, waiver pickups to add to their playoff roster. So uh, I think you you echoed your point uh, very well. So. Um, I don't have really necessarily anything else. Is there anything else that uh, you you want to share or talk about? Are there any games that you're looking forward to watching tomorrow? Uh, I may have already asked this question, but I have ADHD and I'm thinking about too many things at once to remember anything. So, no, you didn't ask me. Um, no, I don't. Um, it's football. It's to me, it's a stress-free game week because I don't have to watch the Packers play prevent defense from the opening kickoff to the end of the game um so it's always you know that's always kind of a relief um but yeah so i'm looking forward to watching it i guess the vikings detroit game i'm looking forward to because uh, division game you know same division as the packers so that's kind of the only downside to it but i love watching division games um especially when it's the high-powered offenses versus floundering defenses uh, just because then you know we're always guaranteed some sort of wonkery yeah, and if I if I remember right, um, the reason Minnesota won the last time these two teams met is just because Detroit completely shit the bed, dropped the ball, used whatever pun you want, but essentially they gave the game away at the end, right? Is that I don't I can't remember. Uh, I'm trying to. Figure. I couldn't tell you. Okay, yeah. that's fine. I'm sure the ref screwed over the Lions somehow, <laughs> as is tradition. Well, aren't you happy about that? Because generally, don't you have just a general hatred for the Detroit Lions? No. Oh, okay. I thought you did. Nobody does. Only if you're a football sadist. It's, or, you know, you're just at anti-football. Detroit okay. Lions are like the... Detroit Lions are like the little brother that tags along to play baseball. 
and all your friends kind of let you know they pitch underhand to them. That's that's the Detroit Lions in this league. <laughs> okay, all right. I don't. <laughs> I don't. You think root I... for their success until their success becomes too much, and then you just kind of tolerate it. Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't. I don't have anything else. I think I'm gonna essentially move us to the outro here. I'm um, just writing down a timestamp. Uh, that's not even halfway correct. Uh, that's what I wanted. Okay. Um, I just want to say thank you, Josh, for allowing me to come on here again and uh, host co-host a podcast with you. Uh, it's been it's been a lot of fun. I love talking football, and it's just nice to be able to waltz in here five minutes before podcast time and just say, "Oh, hey, look, there's the notes," and not have to really worry about anything else. So, thank you for giving me the opportunity to come up here and uh, you know just share what I feel like, and um, you know I have fun doing it. So. Uh, yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great evening, Walters. Go pack us. Go pack us. That's the wrong button. There we go. That's the right one. Wow. He couldn't have left any quicker. See ya. Gar, if you're still listening to this, all the timestamps are going to be in your notes. Wow! That's a low price! Wow! That's a low price! Wow! That's a low price! I'm sorry, did you say something about a low price?